My name is Caleb Bosher. And I'm Sid Sharice. And you're listening to Bleached. A podcast by Destroy the Hairdresser. So today is our big one-year anniversary. It is our one-year anniversary since we launched this podcast. That's insane. It's been, a, it's been fun. It has been fun. I remember when we first started and we had no idea what the hell we're doing. <laughs> we still don't, but we've, we've gotten a lot better <laughs> with... Well, with you technology. Listen, you listen to podcasts more than I do, so when, when we did it, you were like, I have this idea, and I just like to talk, so it worked out. <laughs> I still don't listen to podcasts, so I don't know what anything else <laughs> list sounds like. Um, and the more I listen to, the more I get ideas, but those of you that have been listening to us for the past year, thank you uh, for listening to our shenanigans and our stories and laughing and with us. And We love the feedback that we're getting. And Absolutely. The more and more feedback we get, the more exciting it is for us, I think. It still boggles my mind that people want to listen to us talk. Because I, just <laughs> I know. We, we don't actually know how many people are listening. We just have, we have a rough estimate and it's, a, it's, a, it's, a good it's in the thousands. Yeah. So that freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> but we are happy to be a part of your morning or your commute. Or your drive home. Yeah, anything like that. And, and glad that we were able to help you in any way or give you advice. And honestly, there's no... There's not a lot of podcasts for hairdressers, so we are thankful that we are starting this trend and, and uh, you know, leading the way. Yeah, and having fun the entire time. So much fun. <laughs> but beyond that, I think also, I think it's episode 30, too. Is it? It's, it's episode, episode 30, also. <laughs> yes, it's episode 30, also, as well as, well as our <laughs> anniversary, I think, which is kind of cool. Um, that and that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you think about how much it takes to put these out, yeah. it, it really is a lot in a it's year. It's more than two a month. I know a lot of podcasts I listen to do weekly, and I I mean, I it has to be their full-time job. We tried to do weekly for a while, and it was just... It's impossible. It, it takes so much time and trying to get the guests and Unless trying to come up with content. Unless somebody wants to sponsor us, oh, then it's then we very do impossible. <laughs> if anybody out there would like to sponsor our podcast, we can definitely appear yes, weekly. we can definitely make a... Make a <laughs> Make a conversation for you guys, but um, I think the next thing is to really celebrate our year anniversary as a podcast, and going into the new year is our tour. Yeah, tour de America. Tour de America. It is the Destroy Bad Business Tour 2018. A lot of you have messaged us saying that you bought your tickets. We have two shows that are already sold out. Is it two? Three. Three shows that are, three stops that are already, uh, I say shows like we're putting on a... We are putting on a show. That is literally <laughs> what is happening. Um, but three stops that are already sold out. Tickets are going fast. Guys, you do not want to miss this. We have been dying to meet you. Our whole program, everything we teach is either through the podcast, on Instagram, online. Um, and now we have this opportunity to meet you face-to-face and we want to hear your stories and help you and um, honestly learn from you and help us and... And it's going to be a wonderful experience. It's going to be, we have about... 14 stops. 14 stops. Summer is still being to be announced. Um, We have a few that we're going to announce in a second. But it'll be a nice day with us. Lunch is included. Uh, It's a six-hour class. We're really going to hit home on how to help you as an artist and um, elevate you to your next level. Uh, You get really cool breakout sessions with Caleb and myself. So I'll take some of you. Caleb will take some of you. Um, Caleb's going to really be focusing on leadership, management, uh, then ownership, and I'm going to be taking all of you hairstylists that are working behind the chair, and we're going to give you some really cool insight on how to build your business, make more money, be a badass hair boss, uh, and a hair babe. 
And yeah, overall, just kill it in the industry. So if you want any of that, then I would sign up now because tickets are going. And for those of you that don't, for those of you that don't know, that what we're doing is the the tour was kind of decided um, probably a year ago. It's been kind of a couple years in the making that we do private individual coaching with our mobile coaching, and I think that we were getting so much feedback from people. Can we? You know, can we have you come and talk to our team? Can we have you, uh, can we fly you in and, and teach a class over here and over there? And finally, um, we do that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like our next level was really going on a tour and and really seeing everybody that, that we've been able to affect in a positive way. So if you want more information on the tour and the classes and the curriculum and the pricing and all of those details, you can go to our website, destroythehairdresser.com slash destroy bad business um or there's a there's a tab uh on our website that says destroy bad business as well and it'll it'll have all of our stops it'll have all the pricing um and all the details so click through there um and i'm excited i am so Sid's more of a traveler than i am um i'll be excited once i'm talking to everybody but i'm really nervous about the plane the plane rides like (laughs) A really easy, easy. If Caleb could time. have his own plane, that's what he would prefer. Yeah. But we if can't any of you do have that. a private plane, <laughs> I would love to borrow it. That would help his anxiety. So we will actually be in Jersey. We have two stops in Jersey throughout the time of the tour. Um, we are going to be in uh, Indianapolis and uh, Toronto is a stop. So if you're in Toronto, we definitely want to meet you. That's going to be really cool. Um, we'll be in San Francisco and a couple other stops in California, but they have not been announced yet. So just hold tight if you are anywhere else besides San Francisco. Uh, we will be in um, D.C. That'll be really cool to go back to D.C. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, Ohio, we might have a couple stops. Um, hoping for a couple more in the south. Again, still waiting for um, everybody to finally confirm those. And then we are ending the tour at uh, Bayou St. Blonde in New Orleans with the Left Brain Group and all of the other artists that are signed with Erin and her group. And we could not be more excited. A lot of our students are going to that, which is so cool. Mm -hmm. And just announced, and I'm like having a fangirl moment about this, but just announced um, is Barbara and Barbara Salon in Chicago has just signed, actually like fought for us, (laughs) according to Erin, like to get that date and... um, they're hosting us. They're hosting on the 28th us. So Chicago, we are actually coming to you on January twenty eighth. That's another stop, a part of the tour. Um, I don't know how. Like I found Barbara and Barbara Salon a while ago when we did the podcast um, about our community and um, proper pronouns in the salon, and they showed up. And they're they're just all about gender acceptance, and uh, they have a really creative. They've created a really cool. They're a safe space. They're a safe space, yeah. And it's just very laid back environment and like the the owners do some really cool things. And I just was like, Oh my god, they're so amazing. I want them on the podcast, but how are we ever gonna get them on because they're in <laughs> Chicago and now they've asked us to come to Chicago. Maybe we'll do a podcast with them. Well, I reached out to them and I was like, You're gonna be on the podcast basically. So uh, <laughs> hopefully when that time comes we will they will be a guest on our show. Um, and that'll be really cool because It'll be nice to talk to another salon that is actually creating that safe space environment um, out there for everybody, which is wonderful. And you have an announcement. Uh, you just taught yeah. a really cool class. Tell I, them about it. I just taught a class called Hair CEO. Um, I actually, I now that I've taught, I can say it, but hair CEO, people think of it as business. It is for salon owners. 
Um, but you're going to learn what CEO really stands for. So I actually created the acronym Channeling Energy Outward. And it's very like, you know, that's it's the class is really about salon owners and how to get to their next level with their staff and themselves um, and really learning what it means to be um, a business person in 2017 going into 2018. It's a different world. So I wanted to teach a class that really helped leaders navigate this new um, terrain that we're in. So um, again, that, that class has already been taught. It is available for purchase online. Um, if you go to destroythehairdresser.com slash online, no, destroythehairdresser.com, click the online class tab um, and you can purchase that class and all of our other classes. But I think it's, I think it was really, we had a lot of people sign, we had a lot of people there during the live event and it was uh it was great. So I'm excited for anyone who's looking for that next level leadership to, to take control. People always uh, tell us they've been listening to the podcast or following us for a long time on Instagram and how can they be a part of what we're doing. And uh, we created the online classes for you guys to get to know how we teach a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some of you that fall in love with us and want to jump into our coaching program immediately. But it's a wonderful way to get really insight education on... Um, a specific topic and be able to get to know our teaching styles and then a lot of you end up coming into our coaching program from that so check them out like Caleb said destroy the hairdresser uh, online classes destroy the hairdresser.com online classes and I promise you will not be disappointed all right so our last episode that we did uh, we got a little heavy we went a little deep deep with you guys and got a little real but we talked about the whole me too movement and Me personally, I shared a story um, about myself and actually I was very shocked that about the feedback that we got. Um, It was incredible. So thank you everybody that reached out to us. We had a lot of you reach out to us that asked to be anonymous um, and we totally respect that and just thanking us for doing this podcast. Um, But there were a few people that had something to say and we wanted to um, continue this conversation a little bit more and uh, kind of share what they had to say because we really want you guys to keep this movement in your head and make sure that we can work together to stop it. And the only thing that we can do that is by talking about it and uh, opening the doors to the conversation. So We, we do have two um, statements that people kind of emailed us. We, we've trimmed it down so we can mm-hmm. share it with you. They're comfortable with us using their names? Absolutely. Okay. So this is from uh, Kaylin who said that she listened to our podcast um, last week. She said, thank you for talking about this subject so honestly. Um, I'm a victim of sexual harassment, and I wish I could sometimes go back and talk to my younger self and show her how to say no. But I think through my work with Destroy the Hairdresser, I'll become that person that stands up for herself. Sexual harassment is so common in our industry. Sid's story about getting coffee for her creepy client uh, is so familiar to me. Listening to completely inappropriate stories from men that are old enough to be my dad or answering sexual-based questions from my clients, somehow I thought it was part of customer service. It's really a problem, and I was so emotional after listening to the podcast. I just want to thank both of you for talking so openly about it. It's not easy to talk about this kind of stuff. And the last podcast, like like you said, it was the last podcast was, I don't know, the, the Me Too movement is so... Uh, deep and it's a lot of people have deep wounds about it and it's confusing and people don't know how to talk about it and again like like we said in uh, in the last episode is we really want to we don't have the solution 
but I think that... But we can start the conversation. But we can start the conversation, and people will create their own solutions. And every solution is going to be different. I think that's also... There is not a one-size-fits-all solution to this sort of problem, but really setting up um, your salon to take control and have success over these situations is important. So... Um, I think we're seeing a big movement in the world right now where everyone is being called out on their um, their ridiculous behavior towards sexual assault and harassment. So we're in a good space. <laughs> it, the dirt is being dug up, and it looks like it's messy, but it's really, we're just re, uh, we're... We're going to replant some new seeds. We're going to replant some new seeds, hopefully, so... Uh, I had a comment from one of our other students. Her name is Mercedes. Uh, she said, thank you for talking about this. This shit happens often, way too often. So many of us have these stories to share, and it's fucking traumatic every time. I love her passion behind it. Mm -hmm. Based on my past experiences, I told my staff about a year ago that our salon, Trim DC, is no asshole zone. If anyone ever makes them feel uncomfortable, to let me know or feel free to fire them, and I will have their backs. I had bad experiences in the past where my bosses wouldn't let me fire a client. It was a powerful moment when I bought my first salon and was able to fire a client that had made everybody feel uncomfortable. It was one of my finer moments in my career. Ugh, I love powerful. that. It's so powerful because I think so many stylists don't feel like their salon owners have their back and to know that there's one out there that is doing that. And we talked about that in the podcast as well is that if you are a salon owner, open that conversation to say, I respect you and I love you and I care about you and I am here to protect you um, because everybody needs to be feel everybody needs to feel safe in their work environment. I think, I think employers, for employers out there, I also know it's hard. I, I don't think a lot of people know how to handle it. They don't know what, they want to make it, they want to make it go away. They're like, it just, something just happened. Okay, let's just make, let's squash it. Let's make it go away. And that's, unfortunately, if you're going to open a business, that is not one of your options when one of your staff members is being harassed. So if you own, if you own a business and you are a boss or a manager or anyone in leadership position, I hope that you have a plan in place for situations like this. And if you don't, I hope that you reach out and ask us how to help you create one because you have to have, you can't do nothing. That's like the worst. That's, that's being part of the problem, like in any <laughs> problem. But, but anyways, the, it was a, it was a great podcast to go over. These are really great. Um, these are really great things that people have said. M Melissa, uh, who's also in our program, she's one of our destroyers. She said that she wanted to give us a huge thank you for our recent talk on sexual harassment in the industry. I feel that in certain ways, clients are looking for more genuine ways to feel aligned with their styles and values and passions. So taking a clear stance on this means a lot, and it meant a lot to me to hear you talk about it. Um, I think that we've... I think we've talked to a lot of people about it, um, even more than the, what we're able to share. I think we've... I think we've done something, and we'll keep we'll keep doing something. We've done something. We've done something. Here. By golly, we've done something. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I also think we have to move on from it too. We have to yeah. like, we've said what we we've ta we've taken our stance. We've said what we need to say. We will always bring it up. We will always talk about it when people need to. But we also we want to also have fun um, with our podcast and and move on to the next subject. So if anyone needs help, if anyone has uh, questions about this, you can always reach out to us. Info at destroy the hairdresser. Or you can DM us on our Instagram. Um, but I think we should get back to some of the funny stuff. We actually had... Um, do you want to read the Facebook question from Scarlett? Oh, I yes. So uh, sometimes we ask on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, and in all the different areas, we ask what you guys want to 
listen to or talk about uh, or have us talk about on our podcast or some of the things you want us to address. And um, this is actually one of my students, Scarlett's one of my students. and I love her name. She is someone who has some fears with money. So um, she said, Can, is talking about finances in our industry a thing? Taxes, accounting, budgeting, what percentage of your income should be going towards supplies, advertising, retirement? I've heard some things here and there, but nothing consistent and nothing that I feel specifically applies to the beauty industry and the professionals in it. Who wants to continue to grow and expand? Who want to ex- grow, con- who want to continue to grow and expand their experiences? Um, I have said this many times to many people, and I will probably continue to say it. You'll never stop. Two plus two is four. <laughs> okay, math is always going to be math. This is question we get questions like this all the time like what about this what about retirement and how much should we be be saving okay my advice is you need to get a financial planner you need to get someone an accountant you need to get someone who can help you do that you cannot do that if you have questions about it it means you probably shouldn't be handling it someone else can be handling it like we have someone that does our taxes and our accounting and someone that does our finances because we can't we don't do it ourselves because we don't know everything so put get someone on your team that can do it hire someone pay someone to do it but also, this isn't really a, these questions aren't, this question really isn't about, you know, what are the numbers? What's the best thing? What's the right thing? The reality is that when people ask this question, there's fear, there's a fear um, belief system around money. This question really is about how do I remove my old belief systems around money? Now, if you're in our coaching program, you have gone through this or you will go through this. But the reality is, if you don't change the way that you, feel, think, and believe about money, you're always going to have this question. I have friends that are multimillionaires that still don't understand money. And it's like, you have millions and millions of dollars. What is, what is the problem? Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, the problem isn't money. The problem is their fear around it. Is that, am I going to, you know, I'm going to lose it. There's not enough of it. I'm, you know, I'm not going to retire. All of these things. Those are, those are really great questions, but the solutions are actually very easy. So the big, the hardest part is really working on the fear and getting over the fear of money. Also having appreciation for money. Yeah. Uh, that is huge. I think the, the minute you stop appreciating it, then the minute it's gone. So kind of just constantly aware and appreciating of this is here and, and I, I've taken it in and how can I create more, um, but never losing that kind of respect and inspiration and, and appreciation of where it's coming from and how you're getting it. Yeah. Um, and stop being so scared. The the minute, it's like when we start thinking we're a poor person, we're going to be a poor person. Yep. So you have to decide to change your consciousness. And we talk to you guys about this a lot. Are you going to be a poor person or are you going to be a rich person? It's funny that she brought up taxes, accounting, budgeting, percentages, uh, retirement, all of those things. I... And this was a part of the reason why we created the company that we did because we had to figure out figure out all of this on our own. It is not taught really to us in hair school. It really isn't taught to us when we go behind the chair. When we go behind the chair, we are told we're going to get this percentage at this amount and we just accept it because we don't know any better. And next thing you know, we realize we're not paying our bills or we don't have enough money and we don't have a plan. Um, and then a lot of people in our industry quit. And my mom, uh, she was actually a hairstylist for about 25, 30 years. And after that much time, she had no retirement plan from it. She was literally living paycheck to paycheck to survive. And at the end of the day, she had nothing to show for her 30 years in the industry. Mm -hmm. And so going into this industry, I constantly thought about that because I was like, that's not an option for me. Um, It's not an option to live paycheck to paycheck. It's not an option to uh, not have a plan in the future if I'm going to invest in this career for the rest of my life. And so I think a lot of you need to sit back and ask yourself that Remember that when you're putting like money away for your future, it is an investment in yourself. So 
you know, the more you sit there and say, next time, next time, next year, I'll do it. This time I'll do it. You know, it's never going to happen. So really focus on how to do that. And if you don't know, again, like Caleb said, ask someone professional that can help you. Um, we have those people. A lot of our friends have those people. And if not, ask one of your friends how they're doing it mm-hmm. because it, it needs to be done. And it is important if you want to survive. And I also think too, when it comes to savings and it comes to retirement, starting is more important than how, what, what's the percentage? How do I do? No, just if you have a hundred dollars to put away there, that's, that's how, that's the percentage. Guys, $10 <laughs> a week is even a start, you know, you whatever, can add more to it later. Whatever you can. Um, I know that I use, I use an app called Acorn, um, that really, that really helps me like with a savings. Um, and then there's another, there's other apps for I use Clarity. Yeah. And I think I just looked the other day and I have like $500 and I don't even know how that happened. Like it takes like, it takes about. I know. I keep doing that. Yeah. I set it up to take like $20 a week for me. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, like that's amazing. I didn't even know it was there. And I love acorns because every time I use my debit card, which is probably a thousand times a day, it, <laughs> t- it rounds up all that change. And before you know it, I have all this money in my savings. So, um, but also get an advisor, hire someone, talk to someone. There's so many programs out there. The story of the hairdresser is more about changing your beliefs around money. So if we can get you over the fear, then you're going to start making the right decisions. And one of the decisions, like when, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I know Scarlett a little bit. So I think sometimes getting frozen in the, in the fear of where do I start makes us do nothing. And that's worse than actually just starting. So when it comes to finances and it comes to all those things, Start by getting someone that can help you or start by, by saving or start by putting away. But the, the most important thing is to start and to not get overwhelmed with all of the different things. It's so easy to get overwhelmed with. I'm overwhelmed just thinking about it right now. Yeah. So it's easy. For you guys. I'm yeah. overwhelmed for you guys. It's already overwhelming. So um, what's more important is to learn how to handle that overwhelm. If you guys have more questions, we usually ask on Facebook uh, topics or trends or anything that you want to hear about the podcast. So look out for that. If you Also on Twitter. Also on Twitter, we just announced our Twitter. It is at team underscore DTH. Uh, Definitely check us out. Ask us questions. uh, Tweet us. So if you are on Twitter, we are bringing it back to life. Uh, Come find us and ask us questions. Mm -hmm. Or you can email us info at destroythehairdresser.com. If you have a question about your business, um, what's going on in our industry, or just want to say hi, Email us, and we would love to talk to you about you or ask her or answer your question on the podcast. So last year, when we first started our podcast, we did a holiday top ten list of do's and don'ts. And so this year, we're going. We've updated the list, <laughs> and we have your holiday top ten list um, that we're going to share with you now. So hopefully, we can laugh a little bit and start the holidays off right. So do you want to tell them the first one? Which okay. is very much you. The it first is so one me. Is very much I you. remember when I was behind the chair full time, FOMO was in full effect. Like I was so pissed at the world because I was stuck behind the chair constantly and I couldn't go out with friends. I barely had a day off. I wasn't doing all the things that I tell you to do now, of course. And you were missing the holiday parties. I was missing all the holiday parties. It was horrible. FOMO is in full effect and it was affecting my mood. The biggest thing I can tell you guys is to make time for yourself. Like, make sure that you are hitting up those parties. It is only once a year. Make sure that you are um, (laughs) being able to really enjoy the moment and take time for yourself. And really, like, like, go get that pedicure. Go get your nails done. Go get, like, you know, a massage or go... I mean, for me, I love running. Like, go do something for you and, and don't forget about that. Like, that is so 
huge. And don't be pissed at the world just because you have FOMO and are upset that you're missing out on everything. Um, <laughs> I feel like you made this one just for you. I did. This is your nuts. It's a reminder to me that with all the chaos before the tour happens, to to not miss out on all those little moments that are happening this holiday season. So number two, stop giving away your time and services for free. I know so many people, they try to like squeeze people in. Let me do this for you. Let me do that for you. Oh, they're a good client. Let me work 8,000 days before the holiday. Okay. You have you have to stop trying to squeeze everyone in and giving things for free and adding on services and doing all this stuff. Don't add on and add on. Don't add on add-ons anymore. And like your time is valuable. And I think as we go through the I think as we go through our careers, we start to realize that our time is more and more valuable. So take yourself seriously. Don't do anything for free. Don't overextend yourself. Do what you can. In fact, if anything, just raise your prices. Yeah, I love that. Wait, raise your prices and work less. So that's yep. what all of our students are doing now, and they're happy, <laughs> Every, happy little clowns. Everyone's doing much better. They're happy little destroyers. Uh, my favorite thing in the world when it when it comes to to that one is when people are like, "It's the holiday, so I'm going to give all my clients a conditioning treatment," and it's just like, why? Why give your why? That's like thirty to fifty dollars worth of income that and you're time. giving away times ten people times a week. Like I don't even I can't even math right now, but that's a lot of money that you're giving away. For no freaking reason. And if you're a salon owner, can you just do everyone a favor and, like, stop doing these weird promotions? <laughs> like, the holiday is a promotion enough. People are going to... People have to get their hair done. They're and not, they're coming. They're, and they're coming excited. anyway. Why would you give up things for free? It's so insane to me. Guys, if you really want to give your client something, just get them a card. Oh get them a card. Give them Maybe a the ones you... Call give them a day. A, give them a hug. Call it a day. If you really want to get them something super special, like Starbucks is always, everybody loves a good Starbucks. I know Caleb and I were like, you can send us wine in Starbucks all the yeah. time. We will be happy. I actually told my clients that I wanted wine. I had so much wine. <laughs> you did. It took a while. But, uh, but I like, drank it all. <laughs> it took a while, but I drank it all. We, uh, it, it's just like, stop wasting your time on that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you can't. You can't please anybody or everybody, and it's stop advertising more of all the times. It's of like the people year. start panicking. It's like I right, don't know what it is. I don't either. It's like everybody. It's like November hits. Like right after Halloween, everybody. It's just like this little switch gets turned on in everybody's brains, and everybody's like panic mode. You know, like what's funny is like everyone's like, oh, I don't have any time. The holidays are coming up. Da da da. And then it's like, but then they're like over advertising and over and giving away things for free to get people in. I'm like, what? That's is, taking up more time yeah, and I'm not wasting more. It never makes sense to me. If I, anything, raise your prices, or no one's going to be like, nah. <laughs> no, I don't need. I don't think you should raise your prices. People, you have to. You have like they're already coming in for the holiday. What is everyone doing trying to get more people in? It's just so insane to me. I don't get it. And for hairdressers out there and salon owners out there that are like, oh, this is when we make our most money, you're you're doing business wrong. <laughs> if you're making your most money in, in three two months, months yeah. two months of the year, you're doing something wrong. Money should be flowing every day of the week. So we can help you with that. Give us a call. But that's that's <laughs> something's wrong if, if you're if you're pushing your whole income towards the end of the year. Also, I get a lot, um, just to bring it full circle back to what you said when you were answering questions, the Facebook questions, I'll hear stylists be like, well, I can't raise my prices right now. Like it's just, it can't happen. And that is such <laughs> fear based consciousness around money. Like that's exactly yeah. what that is. Like, and it's so funny how, and then when I say why they're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they just can't. Yeah. So number three, uh, 
just disclaimer, you're already losing your mind. Please do not kill your moody clients. Mm -hmm. We know the struggle is real. We know they are coming in there very demanding. We know that everybody is is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you can control your own environment, and you don't have to be reactive based on someone else's uh, attitude. So right. I used to have this thing, and I still do it. And Caleb like <laughs> loves this is loves that I do this thing. But whenever someone comes at me like with craziness or um, in a work environment, and they're like, "I need you to do A, B, and C," and they're all frantic, my answer always is like, "Okay." And I just don't, like, I already know the answer. I already know what I'm capable of doing, especially when it comes to clients. When they come in and they're freaking out and they're panicked and they're anxiety-filled and that it is so easy to take on their emotions. But if you could just kind of, like, pause and just be like, I already know what she wants. I already know what she needs. I'm hearing her out, but I'm not going to get affected by her mood or, or their mood. I don't know why I keep saying her. I'm sorry. Their, our client's mood. It's, it's like, let's... Let's kind of settle down a little bit. Like, if you can set your intention every day going into work and being like, I'm not going to let all of this chaos affect me today, like, really kind of keep that thought process throughout the day, and I promise you your day will be so much better because there's no reason that you're working a 12-hour day and then coming home pissed because your client is mad that she couldn't get the newest toy from Toys R Us. (laughs) People that work 12 hours, I don't get it. Which leads us to... Leads us to number four. Don't kill yourself. We all want to. We all want to during the holidays. I want to during the holidays, and it's not even because I'm doing hair. <laughs> it's just the holidays are naturally stressful. So, like, like going back to number one, just take care of yourself and, and, and don't go insane. Um, and number five, don't eat the cookies. So, people <laughs> love bringing in tons of food during the holidays, and if you're anything like me, you're going to eat it. I get away with it because I like I'll, I'm like I'm gluten free. I'm vegan. I'm allergic to soy. Like everything. Like it's like I can't eat that because the minute you're like, oh, I'm not eating cookies right now. They're like, come on, just try it. You gotta try it. You yeah. gotta try it. Or switch it to health. Like bring in like healthy food. Like we don't have to. It's so funny what we do as humans. Like we're like, oh, the holidays we have to bring in sweet. Let's, no, we don't. Yeah, we don't have to do any of that. I love everybody's mentality around the holidays too. It's like, well, I'm just gonna eat whatever I want these holidays and then lose it in January. Yeah, and it's like, like, no, you're not. You this know, you're not. Get fat. <laughs> no, is, you're not. This is why America's fat. <laughs> we know, we go to the gym once after the holidays and then it's done. Like, don't do this yourself. Don't. You're gonna feel horrible. Like. Make sure that you, if you're eating, just try a bite of the cookie. Don't eat the whole cookie. Or if you're a salon owner, just make it a health food, a health food safe space. <laughs> I had a salon that, um, that one of my students worked in a salon that did that. They were like, we're not eating, we're going to keep, they were all on diets or all really healthy uh, minded people. And they ended up bringing all of this great food in so that they could enjoy that. I think it's the social aspect of yeah. eating together and feeling like a family. But they did it in a way that it wasn't, um, you know, hurtful. The quickest way to feel like shit is, is to, to eat <laughs> shit. Is to eat like shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, number six is, <laughs> I called it, fuck a gift set. I'm so done <laughs> with these product gift sets coming out. And then everybody, all the stylists do it too and the clients do it too. Listen, I'm a sucker for good packaging. So I cannot, I cannot deny as a consumer that when I see them, I get excited but knowing that I'm a consumer that sees them and get, gets excited means that you, as a stylist, don't need to be so silly. What's that quote you say? Be silly, not silly. Be silly, not silly. If you were selling these products all year round and getting your client to love and appreciate them, when the gift sets come, they're already just excited to take home that or share mm-hmm. it with a friend. It's not something that you're trying to be like, 
Oh, FYI, if you buy this gift site, you now get both products with the price of $9 off and free. <laughs> like, I hate it. Like, it's like, what? I did not sign up for and this. And if you work, if you're a salon that <clears throat> carries a big product line um, with a big brand name, they're going to give you that anxiety. They're going to push you to sell packages and product deals. And pro- and the reality is that's that's so they can make their numbers as a company. And you don't have to... If you're if you're doing business the right way, you should not feel an anxiety. You should not feel stress. You should not feel pressure from um, product sales and service sales during the holidays. If you are doing business incorrectly, you will feel this pressure immensely. Also, salon owners, if you are, I get that around this time you want to sell those holiday gift sets and you know, like Caleb said, like make more money and do all of these things to kind of make up your numbers for the whole year. But if you can get your staff on a plan to be continuously um, continuously educating their clients on the products and like giving product knowledge to your staff and they're doing this throughout the year, the holidays aren't going to be a time to pressure yeah. your client, your stylist into it because it, no one wants to sell products like that. Like nope. that is not fun. And honestly, no one wants to buy products like that either. And to be completely honest, the new generation isn't even buying products in salons. It's very, very true. a whole other conversation to yeah. have. Next podcast. <laughs> yeah. But really, people are not People are going to stop buying products in salons. They're just going to buy it on it's Amazon. A, They're yeah. Gonna, everything's easier. It's faster. the same reason we don't have a lot of bookstores. It's the same reason we order things online. Like, it's just, it's easier like that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's where the salon movement needs to happen is, I know some salons actually did not go too off topic, but some salons actually um, have the product there for to view, and then they just get shipped right to their client's house, like on a subscription basis. Yeah. That is brilliant. Got to get ready for that change, y'all. All right, number seven, the overachiever. So <clears throat> we always we all know, you know, this person in the salon who loves the holidays. Sid's kind of this person <laughs> in my life. That's like <laughs> loves the holidays, loves the celebration, loves gift giving, loves you know you know the food and the camaraderie and all that. But this person is very overwhelming. <laughs> And so if you are, this is really, this is only on the list for that person specifically, tone it down. (laughs) Tone it down. Remember that sometimes people get anxiety about the holidays. Some people have bad family memories of the holidays. (laughs) For example, myself. So when someone's really into the holidays, I get cranky and shut down. So I've toned it down over the years. For the overachievers out there, like be, just be aware that. The holidays are a struggle for some people. And, I mean, not to not to get too deep, but some people, you know, they don't have family, so it's it's also hard when someone, like, doesn't have anywhere to go. And, and, and it also makes it worse where you're like, oh, you don't have anywhere to go for the holiday, come to my place. Like, yeah, I don't like, want to go to your place. Ah, I had a really good friend actually just tell me that recently, and she was like, it makes me feel like I'm a, like... Like, it, like I'm, like, a lost soul. Yeah, they're giving me pity for the yeah. holidays, and then it makes, like, her not even want to go. Nobody wants that. Yeah. When they're when they're actually their intention is to do something so nice, but they constantly remind people they're like, oh, I, she had nowhere to go. I'm gonna bring her under her wing. Like, and it's like, oh, that's horrible. She's that's, homeless. She's a homeless. Like, that's <laughs> ridiculous. But it's like I imagine this person like they they started wearing the Santa hats mm-hmm. as their costume on Halloween. This is the person that starts <laughs> listening to Christmas music November first. Oh my god, I can't, I can't handle yeah, it. I it's can't too either. too much. Uh, number eight. How can we give back to your staff and what to expect? Okay, this is huge because everybody's expecting gifts and all of these things. So, Caleb, maybe as a salon owner, what what could you suggest uh, giving back to staff? Okay, everybody, first of all, everybody loves money. Okay, 
do not give your staff gifts. I had, you know, one of my students was like, I heard somewhere that you should give your staff gifts that help them grow their career. No, that is not a gift. <laughs> you need to, if you're either, if you're going to be one of those people that really is connected to your staff, you should probably by now know what each person kind of, what, you know, what things they like, what things they enjoy. So maybe it's small things here and there. But everybody loves money. Everyone loves a bonus. Everyone loves those types of things. If you do not have the money for that, then you don't need to do, you don't need to do gifts. There's no obligation to do gifts in the holidays. Absolutely not. Especially for people that don't celebrate holidays, especially for people that um, there's different religions and different beliefs and different things like that. So I think that, I don't think it's necessary to do gifts. And if your staff wants to do that amongst themselves, that's between them and each other. But as a salon owner, I think we overextend ourselves. And listen, if you're not showing appreciation to your staff and you're waiting till the holidays to do it, you're going to be fucked because, A, you can't afford the amount of appreciation they're looking for. And... You know, like it's not it's not worth it. It's not it's not worth doing gifts and all that if it's if it's gonna stress you out um, or anything like that. You can also just have them do it amongst themselves. One of our students actually doesn't. He does a holiday party as most people do because it's an excuse to party. But he also makes sure that he is giving his staff constant education throughout the year so that mm-hmm. they feel like they are actually um, they're always receiving for their hard work and it's wonderful. Like yes. But as stylists, it's like, I've had stylists be like, well, I thought I would get at least $100. I would get a new iPad. Okay, calm it down. You went, you showed up to work, all right? Like, no one gets a cookie for that. I don't care what the holidays are. Like, you don't get a the present. Are such a like, you stop expecting a gift. And, like, my salon owner didn't get us anything. Like, yeah, because you didn't sell product or up your service sales. So, like, where do they have money yeah. to buy you anything? You know, you have to think about it that way. And if you're Stop being and little, if you're building your business so you can get a Christmas gift or a holiday gift, mm, we need to change you need it up to go back to college and do something else. <laughs> but I only work here for Christmas gifts. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I also think um, a lot of my a lot of my students are like, "What do we do for do we do, we do a salon party? Do we do a uh, listen?" I think it's great to do dinners. I think the holidays are weird. I think especially, um, for example, I don't celebrate Christmas. Sid does celebrate Christmas. So right there, there's already like some differences. And you have a whole group of people. Some people don't celebrate anything. Some people love the holidays. Some people celebrate everything. Listen, you don't need to do a holiday dinner during the holidays. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just set a date during November or December? And this is our team dinner. This is our... This is what we do. And I know there's so many people out there probably that are like, we're bringing Christmas back. And it's like, okay, but... Where did it go? It didn't go anywhere. It's just... <laughs> but I think that if you're a salon owner, just doing anything that shows appreciation, it doesn't have to be over and above. And listen, I, I had a salon owner that would bring us out every year um, to, a, to the Ritz-Carlton for a really nice dinner. And it was just nice to dress up and be around the staff in a non-work environment and to hang out and get to know each other and I don't know I love I personally well, you become love a family yeah I love that you you guys are around each other constantly you become you fight like family you keep each other's back like family yeah. you know it's it's do something that where you can kind of connect and and celebrate your awesome year and don't make it about receiving something uh creating a realistic schedule uh as a salon owner you have to let people go home for the holidays you have to Give them a break so they don't feel overworked and vice versa. You need to take that time for yourself. So everybody create a realistic schedule that will make the benefit of the salon, but also the benefit of the stylist and the salon owners. So, you know, make sure that you're not being overworked, that you are taking care of yourself, that you're doing those things. 
And finally, number 10. Number 10. <laughs> I, and I say this every year. There's more than just Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay? What's PC? What's... what's- yeah. Whatever's, whatever, whatever is politically correct is what you should do. Now, if you are someone who is passionate about Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or some people, um, there are some beliefs out there that don't do any, they don't celebrate any holidays. Um, you have to be sensitive to this and you have to be aware and you got to be woke about it. For sure. Um, I hate salons. I hate when salons try to bring in every holiday. <laughs> It's like all on one sweater. Yeah. It's like you have like a menorah and a Christmas tree and like all, and I'm just like, okay, (laughs) there's ways to be festive (laughs) and to decorate and to have fun and to bring lights and to bring... Starbucks has been doing it good lately. And to bring decadence and to bring holiday spirit and cheer into things like that. But you don't have to like, you have to be aware that everyone has different beliefs. Like I do not do Christmas and I cannot tell you how many sales and how many people they're like, oh this is a great Christmas gift for your family. I'm like, I don't, it, it doesn't relate to me. You're, you're already, you're already setting some people up for like, this well, is nothing for me. Well, you and I both celebrate Hanukkah and then yeah. my family, my actual family celebrates Christmas and it's kind of like, I just, it, I feel like I'm constantly just going through it all. So it's, it's one of those things that it's just appreciating, expecting or appreciating and respecting everybody mm-hmm. else's, um, belief system and and just say happy holidays people it's so much easier and sometimes having that conversation with your staff like if your whole staff celebrates christmas and they're comfortable with that then do it Mm -hmm. if your whole if your staff is mixed you know then you have to be careful but i just i always bring this up every year because i just think people don't remember the clients too yeah and yes that's another thing clients clients have very specific beliefs and they celebrate very differently and sometimes it's not even about belief sometimes it's about experience some people have had bad experiences their whole life some with people holidays. Are just pissed. <laughs> yeah some people just don't like the holidays so be aware be be sensitive think about what other people are are going through and thinking in their head and celebrate on their own so um but those are our top 10 list i love it it was fun so much fun it i can't a- believe it's been a year i can't believe we're already back at the holidays it's oh, going to be killer. We actually have a really cool podcast coming up next. Our next episode is going to be really stellar. Should we tell them about it? Is it the next one? It is the next one. We are having um, a very good friend of ours named Joshua Robbins. Um, I've known him for years. He is a very well-known astrologer. And he is actually going to be talking to us about how to understand astrology signs so that we can work with our clients. And so that we can work with, uh, so if we're an owner, we'll understand how to use um, astrology to help us with our team. And if we're sales, we'll understand how to use astrology to help us with our grow our business. So I cool. cool. I'm so excited. And he's giving us a Destroy the Hairdresser private reading. I know. And like, I cannot wait to understand like what's coming for our future and what really cool things are happening. So I've been waiting. We've been talking about this for a couple months and I'm like, ugh, I'm so excited. I think excited. it's going to be one of our biggest episodes. So cool. we'll talk to you guys very, very soon. Bye.